development It's all we envelop in telephone A wealth of intelligence Unless you're selfishly embellishing all of the championships Basking it in, let's study in The conferences, Pac-12 and Big 12 and the 10 SEC, ACC, win, 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 win It just kind of fades from there, that's good Gave me a headache just thinking about being in the league and let alone running it. Like that is, oof. I I get that. I'd rather be in the league that I know it'll quit when I quit type of a thing than finally getting a team up and running and then have a commission decide he doesn't want to do it anymore. Yeah, I hear that, man. It's a sickness. Yeah, I think this. Uh, unfortunately, I'm I'm thinking this quarantine is going to kind of have that effect on a lot of people. A lot of people joining leagues, creating leagues, and the next year, if everything's back to normal, people are going to be like, wait, I didn't need to be in 50 leagues. You know, so, yeah. like, I had wanted to cap myself at 25, and I'm up over 35, so. Oh, jeez. I got up to 14 <sighs> one year, and that was too much for me. Yeah. It became, like, but I mean, some waivers. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, like, of the 35, though, like, uh. Some of them are like, you know, the Eliminators and, yeah, that's true. you know, a guillotine league, you know, stuff like that. You know, that are a couple best balls that are like absolutely no maintenance at all. So that's, but still okay, that's like more than play. I wanted. I like best ball. Mm-hmm. I like, I've, I've always, the euphemism I, well, it's not euphemism. The, the lingo that I use is I'd rather play GM than head coach. If I want to be head coach, I'll go volunteer at the Y. I don't want to start people. <laughs> I don't care about that. I want to roster the guys I like and let their head coach decide who plays on Sunday. It's way better. See, I'm kind of mixed on it. I'm mixed on it. I, I, I really like setting lineups, although like sometimes it is nice just to have it taken care of. Um, I totally get the yeah, strategy. I, can... I understand that totally, but I'm the guy that just gets pissed off that I played the wrong guy. It's never like, I bested you. Yes. It's just, oh, screw this game. <laughs> Every week. <laughs> yeah, it, it seems like it's more true in IDP also. Yeah. Like, his IDP is a, just a bitch sometimes. Like, you can uh, you, you never know. I mean, when you got that cornerback sitting on your bench that had three interceptions and one was returned for a touchdown, you're like, why would I have ever started that guy? You know? like it was tipped to him. Like, he didn't make ball, any of the plays. He just caught the ball that was tipped three times. And, yeah, there's no skill. Yeah, that. exactly. All right, guys, uh, welcome in. This uh, I'm going to try to do this here. I, I like this kind of running conversation and then doing the intro. I hear some pods doing that. I kind of like it. Kind of different, so I'm going to try that now. This is Debbie Manuel, uh, episode 3.4. We got Pete is out tonight, so he's got a sick kid and got to play the dad duty. So I got a special guest to come on here. Uh, you may know him on Twitter as at Ron Dynasty. is Dave Sack. How are you doing tonight, Dave? I'm doing good. Happy to be here. Where does Ron Dynasty come from, anyways? I've been meaning to ask you that as long as I've known you. Ron Dynasty is uh, is my home league. Prayers that it con- continues this year. We'll see how it goes. Uh, but it was uh, I wanted a fun tweak for it, and so we named each of the divisions um, after famous Rons. So there was the Burgundy Division and the Swanson Division, and I got uh, you can buy little. They look like little busts of their heads that we used as trophies that we gave the division winner each year. <laughs> and I bought a I like WWE belt and everything. And, and it was actually the fantasy leagues, Twitter account. It wasn't even my Twitter account followed all the fantasy football stuff through that one. And then grew into being my account. 
So I'm Ron now, I guess. <laughs> I know for a while there, I was like, who's this Dave guy who, th who thinks he's in charge? I thought his name was Ron. Come on. Yeah. So and you had Ron Swanson for a picture for a while there, too. Yeah. So like nobody even really now you have. I don't know what that picture is now. It looks like you're just like totally That's surprised me. or something. That's me. My dumb face. Yeah. <laughs> it was actually a picture I found that somebody had photoshopped both of them together. It was half Ron Burgundy and half Ron Swanson. And I just left it for a long time. And then I decided one day it should, since it was fully my account, I should probably personalize it a little bit and own up to my ugly mug. <laughs> Sorry. I just wanted to bring Dave on because Dave has got some of the craziest leagues. Um, he was in a league that, um, like, I love Campus to Canton and Heisman House and all that. Dave was in a league that was too crazy for even me to handle. Like, I, I had trouble keeping up with it. It was insane. A lot of fun. Some of the greatest owners I've ever met are in that league and some guys that I still talk to, even though I'm not in the league. But I kind of wanted you guys, if you've ever heard on Twitter of these Arrested Development Leagues, they're amazing. Um, give, give me kind of a, an idea, like, how did you come up with the idea for, and what do, what do you, how do you explain this to people who don't know what they are? Like, they're crazy. Well, originally, it was just my poor attempt at copying Capitalist Pigs. It, that totally blew my mind the first time I read those bylaws. Scott Fish is just the greatest person ever to come up with that and, and have gifted us with that type of, of league. I kind of wanted to add some other aspects to leagues that I wasn't currently in, and so I tried to add um, the parts that I liked of Ryan McDowell's Kitchen Sink Leagues. And what ended up coming out of it was a horribly broken economy of the league that is still functioning somehow. I don't even really know how it's still on its on its feet, but um, it is just bonkers. And it is less trading and more about selling players. And you know how those pigs leagues can get, especially back. This was before the uh, tax fix fix that uh, Scott Fish came up with to keep the economy in line. And so it it I don't know how long that one will last. Uh, but it's it's crazy and it's fun and it's it's still going on. Uh, the second iteration of uh, Arrested Debutment Leagues just blew up immediately. It I, I made it deeper, Debbie, and the the rosters were bigger. And it just the things that work in one is because the rosters are minuscule. Free agent is really deep, and it's just it's just the perfect amount of crazy that it somehow works and. Two just never it didn't work at all. I think it made one year, maybe two, and then it was finished. And so the third one I wanted to make sure I got right. And I really wanted to do a campus to Canton league. And I love IDP. I love all the crazy. And I just expected, okay, this is gonna be the end all be all leagues. And I used I have a Premier League that I run where you promote teams and demote teams in between seasons based on how they finish. So I added that in there. Uh, it's best ball, like we were talking about earlier. I prefer best ball uh, lineups. I like to roster a lot of guys and have the guys that I like for whatever reason, whether I like their skill, whether I just like their personality. I trade for some guys because they're fun to follow on Twitter. <laughs> so uh, it's just, yeah, it's just little bits of all of my leagues that I liked, the couple of things that I hadn't been in. And somehow we've patched it together. And I think this is going into our third year, I think, that we're heading into now. So 
yeah, it's it's crazy. It's fun, um, but it's it's just as many things as I could <laughs> jam into a league, basically. It was it, so many moving parts, and there was constantly like always something going on. You know, yeah. like some sort of auction or something. Yeah, and it, auction, was, it was amazing. Free agent auction. Yeah, I don't. I've never been able to do contracts, so I didn't add that part. But yeah, it was it was everything other than contracts and salaries, basically. So you're gonna put that in four then, or contracts? No, no. I've been asked about that. I can't do contracts. My brain, <laughs> as crazy as three is, my brain handles that. But contracts, my brain's just like this is math, and I don't. I'm out of high school. I'm out of college. I don't have to do that anymore. So four may happen someday. I have some notes here. That I don't I'm looking at, but I don't know. Yeah, I'm kind of conflicted on contracts. Like I've I've been in a couple leagues where I had them, and I, I don't like them. I, I to me, dynasty is I have this guy and he's mine forever. Exactly. You know, like if I want it, you know, I don't want to have to balance a salary and all this stuff. And I I understand the appeal of them, but it's not for me at all. So the same as I said about setting lineups. Like I get the appeal. I understand the strategy, why people love it. I understand the strategy of building a team is completely different with rosters and or with with salary and contracts and stuff. Uh, but yeah, that's that's not my that's not my bag, baby. <laughs> right. So what were what were you thinking about for changes for four? If you do, you said you had a couple notes. Well, I, I, I love hearing about league, league ideas. Like, hey, if four was to happen, and all of the crazy guys in eighty three are just going to be heartbroken that I'm still talking about 84. Uh, but it was going to be superhero-themed. I was going to add superheroes into the mix. And so it was going to be 90 teams, and I was going to cap it at... Let me see here. I believe I had eight copies of players and super crazy deep rosters like we have in 83, IDP... Campus to Canton, have a full college league in there. Every single tournament that I could find that was different than anything you'd regularly see, I had that added to it. Uh, I had a World Cup every four years that was going to be in there. I had an Infinity Gauntlet, obviously. I know you play in an Infinity Gauntlet league that uh, you actually have the gauntlet that gets passed around. I think that's the most amazing yeah. thing I've ever heard. Uh, you can talk more <laughs> about that if you haven't already. But, yeah, it was just going to have, I mean, way too much stuff. It should probably be three or four different leagues. But if it's Sounds ever going like to happen, it it's going to be me and probably four or five, six other guys helping me run it. Um, I don't know how much details you want to get into here with it. But, yeah, it was <laughs> – the more I started thinking about it, I was just like, I'm already so busy running the leagues that I have – if I start this, this is going to be the only one I'll be able to focus on and I'll kill off all the rest of my leagues. I don't want to do that to all those guys. All of my leagues are 28 teams, 56 teams, 30 teams. There's a lot of crossover, but I mean, geez, just with those numbers, I don't want to let 50 guys down that they don't have leagues anymore, you know? So I'm not going to say it'll never happen, but it'll take a special set of circumstances to be able to pull it off. I think, unfortunately, <laughs> It was always fun. We'd we'd be in the eighty three chat and and just talking about you know random stuff, and all of a sudden someone would post a picture of like a girl in a bikini with eighty four on her on her bikinis or whatever, and like good. just this reminder, yeah. like hey, 
it's gonna happen. Like his special gifts, you know. Like they were always pushing you. <laughs> they were always yeah. pushing for it. So they still bring it up. I'd love to do it. There's so many things in here that I have never heard of in other leagues. Like I had a, a, a actual stock market idea, and one of the owners, brilliant guy in '83, Adam is his name, um, actually wrote a program, a spreadsheet and everything to run the numbers every every month. And we were going to have it incorporate um, player ADP and to, so you could still have values through the offseason that were at least sort of changing and then incorporate their score each week. Uh, so we had a whole actual stock market idea to use with the bankroll. Gosh, I had an yeah, idea like for the bottom two teams to be like the Thanos snap. So if you finished in the bottom two teams, you had to, uh, you had like lost your roster or something. It was crazy. So many, <laughs> too, too much stuff. Wow. I, I haven't looked at these notes for a while. So I was trying to re reacquaint myself with them before it started. Wow. It'd be a lot of fun. I, I know. And Peter is out there. He, he's tried to talk me into it too. He always brings it up and asks me stuff and, I don't know. I told too many people about it, so I feel like I'm letting them down if I don't do it. But it's kind of I'm, I'm stuck between a rock and a hard you place. Should, you should slowly see if somebody can take over 83 or something. You'd almost have to. Yeah, um, man. There's been some guys stock market, up that have done that. The stock market. Yeah, my mind's reeling. My mind's reeling on that one. That one sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. Like you get, like almost a way to use it for trading and stuff, you know, and like. Yeah. And and oh. Yeah, that one sounds like fun. Are you going to add to their bankroll or take – well, exactly. that sounds like a lot of fun. The fix we were going to do Man. Was to try to yeah. get people – because it's – I mean, people play fantasy football to play fantasy football. They don't play fantasy football to have a stock market. So we were going to create a secondary account that your tax money went into, and then you were free to use that money to invest with, so you could turn it into more money. And then you could have like a minimum withdrawal before you could pull it back into your main account or something like that. So that you kind of pushed them towards playing. I also love having side games in my leagues. Yes. One of them that we have in 83 that you, you were in was a gladiator uh, match every week. Mm -hmm. So each team would pick whatever player they want from their team and they'd have a, a $1 or $5 bankroll buy in each week. And then there was $5 kicked in. Uh, by the league, and the player that scored the most points that week got however big of a pot that was. I always thought that was a super fun idea. We could never get more than three or four people a week to play it, so it was kind of a better on paper than in practice idea. All of these side games and the stock market and everything, we the second account that we were going to use was kind of to push people towards dipping their toe in the deep end, but... At the same time, you don't want to make a league where you have to force people to be involved <laughs> in different aspects of it either. So, right, yeah, it, it's hard because you have so many owners that are good, but then the, you know yeah. life is busy. You know, people have jobs, and, and it, it's hard. You know, and you just have a week where your wife's on your shit, and you just can't. You know, you can't focus on football. You know, like it, I don't know. I, don't, I love my wife to death, but there are weeks <laughs> where she's like, "Get away from that computer! Get away from your phone!" Oh, yeah. So what are you doing? Are you checking scores? What are you doing? Get away from there. And I'm like, Ugh. so I mean, we've all had those moments, you know? Where, well, and I was so. also looking at it with, I mean, 83 is crazy as it is. Like you're a great owner and you're in weird leagues and we had Kurt and he's a great owner. He almost won Scott fishbowl a few years ago. And 
a couple other guys that I know are just fantastic owners and they're in crazy weird leagues and it was too much. And I'm like, okay, well I'm taking this league that's too much and I'm trying to add <laughs> five other leagues worth of stuff on top of it. <laughs> like where's the crazy ever going to end? Behind you. That's where it's in. He's sneaking in. Your, your yeah. son. That's where it's Yeah. He's like, what's going on? Hey. So yeah, I got to, my daughter's having a sleepover with her cousin. I'm surprised we haven't heard some banshee shrieking from the other room yet. So it's been nope. every 10 minutes or so they run through the house screaming. So it's been fun. It's too hot. In there. Earlier they were acting. Yeah. Maybe that's why they're not in here. Earlier they were acting stupid. Just, just at each other's throats. And I played the Barney, I love you theme song, like as loud as I could on the, on YouTube. And they stopped right away and like went and played. So that's my secret weapon. <laughs> that's it awesome. worked. Whatever. For anybody, yeah, I think this is one thing that I think I have for years played in campus to Canton leagues, but I had not started one until just this last couple weeks. And it is so much work just to start a normal, simple campus to Canton league with one player. Like if you have a, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like if you, if any of my league makes are listening to you, I'm not. I'm not. I don't want your sympathy. Okay, so I'm just saying. And if you're out there and you're in one of these leagues, you, you appreciate what your commissioner does because it is a, it is a pain to set up everything and to balance you know the college side to be like the pro side to do this you know and then we don't have a very good college site to begin with you know yeah. i use fan tracks it's yeah it's about it's all that. okay you know yeah like it, it's just meh and it's kind of what we've got you know so we and it's trying to set up a league in there like was just ugh. i had to do it for my uh, eliminator and i hated every second of setting that league up on fan tracks so it's a lot of work to do that balance and then you've also got to you know when it comes time for the guys to graduate to the mfl roster or whatever site you use you got to do that manually you got to remove them from fan tracks you got to put them in mfl manually yep like it is it is it's some work <laughs> like, it's already added but it is it's already two leagues and so you exactly. have twice as much work yeah. no matter what before you ever do anything there's twice as much work and then, yeah, all of the other things, the loopholes like you're talking about, getting them in right. from one site to the next. And, yeah, it's an undertaking. I love right. it, though. I don't think it's I'll not, ever join another. Yeah, oh, I do, too. Canton League. It's it's where it's at. Yeah, they're, they're all I want to play anymore. They're the ones I really love the most. So I, I love that not like a normal MFL league, that when you get it set up, it kind of runs itself, you know, like yes. you – you get through the first two years, you know, there's usually a couple little tweaks here and there you got to do, but then you just let it go. And it just yep. automatically does uh, from year to year. Well, MFL every once in a while will screw up a setting or something <laughs> and everybody will squawk at them and they'll change yeah. it. But um, yeah, like we were talking a little bit about the Infinity War League with the gauntlet. And I don't know if I've ever mentioned that on this show, but it, it is a fun one that I really like a lot where we have uh, superpowers to get played against each other and, We've got a good group of owners. That one had a lot of tying up loopholes and things like that. People found little loopholes in my powers that I created and stuff. But we've so. had like roster seals. Last year we had a some guy had he had one of the guys had traded for Melvin Gordon and let him sit on his bench for four weeks. Well, if you if he sits on a bench for four weeks, you get to steal him. Huh? So the other team had the ability to steal it and stole Melvin Gordon from him. And that caused quite a bit of stink in the league, but uh, I imagine so uh, because it's not normally a guy that good, you know, not with 12 
we start 12, I think, out of 25 man rosters. So there's usually pretty, you know, usually you don't have a whole lot where you don't start a decent guy, especially when you get through the buys and things like that. So yeah, that's pretty sense. rare that there was a guy of that caliber sitting there and and people did not like the rule very much at that point. But Understand. so that was a fun one. And then I'm also the one I was just referencing that I just set up. There's um, I, I've decided that I, I I love the NCAA football game so much, and I wanted a, a campus to Canton League where we have recruiting. So I set it up to where nobody can own freshmen, and uh -huh. you have to recruit you have to recruit them to your team with a recruiting budget that will go up and down based on how your team does. Um, and you awesome. can you can accrue, you can save the recruiting budget if you want. Um, but then there's also a transfer portal. The bottom three teams have to have players that they can protect, and then the rest of the players will go into, like, a lottery. Oh, and, that's super cool. And they'll transfer. Like, one of your guys is, will be off your team, and he'll go back into the draft or whatever. So I kind of like that. Just for just a little twist. I didn't want to go crazy like 83 or 84 or anything like that. But uh, like I yeah, said, I like little tiny twists without being too complicated and too crazy. But – that's the sweet spot. Yep. Uh, that's something I've always wanted to have is a college league uh, with recruiting like that and then players transferring. And I want to get his name right. Oh, shoot. I don't have his name in here. Oh, yes, I do. Ethan Kirk. Uh, the E Pluribus Unum League, NCAA League. You can find him on Twitter at EPU College FFL, I believe is his Twitter uh, feed there. Otherwise, it's underscore Ethan Kirk. Um, a lot of that stuff. Same thing. I, I, I'm an obsessive commissioner. I find new leagues and I just read bylaws. I don't know if anybody else does that, but he has a great set of bylaws. <laughs> yeah, uh, he has recruiting stuff like that too, where you can get a bigger budget based on how you do, how many wins you get if you win your bowl game, all that kind of stuff. And I just wow. thought that was super cool. I will definitely have to look that up because I was just kind of winging it. That's the reason it took me so long to start it. I kept tweaking it and tweaking it and tweaking it and trying to figure out a way to do it that wouldn't make people angry but would still, you know, make sense, you know. It was tricky to find that balance, you know. To And the transfer portal, I didn't want it to be like, you know, okay, we're taking away your top player, you know. <laughs> like, yeah. The bottom place guy can protect three, the next one up four, the next one up five. So you can protect guys. And, and if you had freshmen that you recruited in, they are also protected. So – most likely, it won't be a very you know big player that gets Too transferred. Yeah, yeah but it's still kind of you know fun little twist to add to it. And then I also did to where it isn't straight campus to Canton, where you only have three spots a year where you can where you can promote. Oh, um, the reason I did that was just to hopefully spurn a little bit of trading. Um, those spots can be traded; they can be saved. You know, so if you know your next year's class is huge. You know, you can only re you can only promote one this year, and then five the next, or whatever. That's a really. And good I like that you can trade them. I also wanted people to be able to focus on the college side. You know, to know that they can get like your your Asher O'Hara's. You know, your guys that are just really good college players and have a good college team, and not worry so much about building such a strong Debbie squad. And then, and there was also part of it is there are some guys that are just a lot better at this, and then they'll end up just loaded with all this good Debbie talent. And yes, absolutely. And, you see them hoard it and you hoard it and you know, and it's everybody has their way. They run their teams, but that stuff drives me absolutely nuts. Um, <laughs> yeah. It kind of like, I don't know. Uh, we, I, I'm in another startup right now where the guy is like, 
just loading up on Debbie talent. Like your team's going to suck for three years. Like, <laughs> how do you do that? Like, are you okay paying like $40 a year for the next three years, knowing your team's just going to suck? Like, yeah, like you are. I, I, I don't get that. I, I like to have a balance, man. Like, I, 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 I don't will admit to being one of those owners. I go Debbie heavy, and I, I fit these campus to Canton leagues perfectly. I've never played a pure college fantasy football league. I'd like to, but I'm just kind of maxed out on leagues at this point. Uh, but these campus to Canton leagues are just the perfect mix between I want to hold these Debbies for their pro career, but then also you can just compete college fantasy football-wise. You can get the studs like the Astro Harris and stuff like that that you mentioned that – probably don't have an NFL future, but put up a whole mess of points every week. And it gives me something to do while my NFL team's not good for a year or two years or however long it takes. And I did that probably too much in 83. I leaned a little too heavy into the college and I kind of straddled the line too much. And my NFL team wasn't good, but it wasn't dreadful. And my college team, I didn't get enough extra bankroll to really get the studs over there. And so I was kind of not as strong as I would have liked on either side. I picked the brain of some some guys on Twitter and was able to compete with the NCAA side, at least, with the college fantasy football types. Um, but this offseason is when the whole plan came together. I traded a bunch of Devies. Every, you, every league has somebody who gets Devi hungry at draft time every year and it's like it's like a brush fire man you get one of them going and i loaded up so much nfl talent this year now i'm i'm probably one of the top two or three teams out of 56 on the nfl side and i have another team like that in the premier league that i mentioned that that everybody's just like come on do we even have to have this game this week against dave his team's too good So, yeah, I, I love doing that slow build, and then when everything comes together, it just it's a beautiful thing, man. Yeah, that is one. Like you said, there, there's a way to do that, you know, where, like you said, it, it is not going to say it's easier to compete on the college side, but if your college team is kind of floundering, it is easier to make up ground there, I feel like. Yep. Um, there's always guys that, you know, that will get hurt and go down and then – you know, next thing you know, and there's guys that'll step up and guys that'll, you know, reel off a couple 200-yard games that you can grab and throw in your lineup, you know, stuff like that. You can play matchups if you want to do that. You know, there's guys that, you know, just pick some random quarterback that plays for, you know, team that's going up against just a terrible team. Let's in see. the actually, or, Yeah. Some yeah, book. exactly. I'm actually in the 83 right now. I was going to look and see in some of the recent trades and stuff, see if I can, is any of you worth talking about it in here? Oh, there were some ugly ones. There were some ugly ones. We've got um, we've got Greg from the Debbie Watch in there, and he is Greg is an awesome owner. He's a great owner. He's a great owner. He's a great guy. I love having him in the league, but he is unabashedly hard NCAA, and he just is like, okay, I've got Deshaun Watson, I've got Cortland Sutton, I've got these three or four guys left. (laughs) Highest bidder gets them, and it's. As far as yeah. value, it's not what you'd see at a regular league. But I mean, he's won the league the first two years on the NCAA side, and if you've got the these huh. college to Canton leagues set up the right way, I mean, you can make almost as much. Usually, payouts are set up where the NFL side is a little higher because you want to have NC. Like the goal is to have a uh, NFL dynasty, 
Some of them split it right down the middle. There's no right way to do it. However you want to set the league up is fine. But, I mean, he's winning like 80% of what winning the NFL side would be. And so he knows these guys. He knows Debbie's. He knows the incoming yeah. freshman better than anybody. Why, why not? If you can trade Deshaun Watson for five or six studs in the NCAA, even if they're not, you know, Debbie guys, they're college fantasy football guys maybe, yeah, go win yourself some money. Who cares? Yeah, you got some some not too many trades. I'm kind of surprised at this most recent one, uh, $45 in blind bidding for Justin Ross. I don't know how much the blind bidding market is. Like that seems like a low price for Justin Ross. Even with the uncertainty, that seems crazy. Yeah, when um, he got hurt, there was a few trades with Justin Ross that got swapped around pretty quickly. Bankroll leagues, I, it, this is one of those things when you try to cram all these different league things into one league, some people value bankroll more than others. Some people value Debbie's more than others. So what's right. a fair trade? I mean. Yeah, yours is, this league's got so many moving parts that these trades are, are really high, hard to dissect. You know, they're, like I'm looking at them, like I, I know, you know, how much is behind, you know, all these picks have different, you know, values and things. So it's. This is the league that when you look it up on the NFL trade finder, everybody's like, who would make that trade? <laughs> exactly. Well, us at 83, we'd make that trade. A lot of trades in this league. I know. I went back 90 days, and there's only like 10. It's been really slow. We kind of got burned out. We had the first off season because there was so much. I mean, when did we start? We started in February, and I think we barely finished it by like August, I think, the startup. And the next season, we expanded from 28 teams to 56 teams. And that whole process had to happen again. So again, I was running stuff from February all the way to August. And this year, we had a bunch of owners we had to replace. And so there was, I think, a 21-team dispersal. And so we had basically another start from February. We, we finally had a break around May. And I think everybody was just like, okay, finally, we don't have anything going on. And so... <laughs> so hard in these leagues is and i felt terrible when i left was that it's so hard to explain to someone new the dichotomy of this you know yeah universe you know like there's so many parts moving you know that you can explain it you can put bylaws in front of it but there's still going to be questions every two weeks you know like yeah it's just there's so many moving parts and it's so hard to recruit new owners 21 geez that that if you would have gave up, I would have no, I think nobody would have blamed you. That's a lot to replace. Well, we had, I want to say four or five of those, maybe six were um, second chance or... second chance owners. Yeah. Okay. So I think That's it was 14 or 14 to 17 Still. new owners, wow. but yeah, it was a little more than I would have liked. Hopefully we have an off season finally this year where there's not as much turnover. I don't blame them. I mean, I, I can't play in leagues that I'm not as interested in yet or if it's just too much of my time. I mean, everybody's got leagues that they're their favorites, and so I'm never going to hold it against somebody that they can't do it. I'd rather – I mean, like you you like you like were saying, you felt bad stepping out, but I'd rather somebody step out than just ignore it. I mean, it's better to have to find a That's new just order. That I, I was missing things that were happening. You know, you would – and, and I, I'm terrible. I got – too many chats and I couldn't keep up with stuff and yeah you know you guys would be doing you guys would be doing something I'd be like what huh what's going what? on when do I you get know. to do this <laughs> like oh hey you're out you're on the clock like what for what what are we doing <laughs> no nothing quite that bad but that's kind of how it felt sometimes so yeah yeah it was it's crazy um 
shoot. Do you have any? I know we kind of I we normally lead off with news, and we had a big chunk of news today about the Big Ten is going to play only a conference schedule, which we'd assume is only going to be eight games. Then, isn't that typically what the conference is? Nine. nine, yeah. And then the ACC followed up this afternoon with not a, not a firm yes, but a probably yes that they were going to do the same thing. So I, I, I'm I, I'm worried about. Like, I don't know, I'm just setting up this campus to Canton League. Is that going to have much of an effect, you think, on how we run these campus to Canton, like the, the Canton side of, or campus side of it? Or do you have any idea? Have you thought of that at all yet? Or Well, I don't know. I run two campus to Canton Leagues. Um, this one being 14 teams, I kind of had to fudge the schedule a little bit where we have division games still happening all the way through. Because mm-hmm. I, I think there's 14 weeks usually in an NCAA season um, right. to get your games in. And so if you've got thir- you need 13 of those to be division games, you don't have time for a playoffs. And it was really important to me to have a playoffs. So I kind of had to fudge things where we I just take the top qualifiers after I think it was 10 weeks, 13 or 12 weeks, 11 weeks, whatever it is. And so we actually have the playoffs happening over the last couple of weeks anyway. So, I mean, that really is going to suck if that means I have to pick somebody based on seven games. But, I mean, if that's the, all the football we get, then that's what we're right. going to have to do. I, I had kind of thought maybe maybe a, a shorter playoffs or something, just do like four teams or something maybe. You could do um, a point here too. Just have like yeah, the best exactly. in points or have the last week maybe just have the two best team in points or record or however you want to qualify mm-hmm. it, have them play for the championship instead of a full playoffs. It's definitely not ideal, but I mean, we got no, it's, the end that we're dealt too at the same time. Yeah, it's going to be kind of crazy. Like I don't know how. Um, and then it depends how far they spread them out. You know, that's nine weeks. What if they spread them out over twelve weeks? Yeah. You know, then we're going to have all these buy. It's it's got the potential to be ugly, but I think as long as everybody know, I think everybody is of this. I hope all the owners are understanding. You know that this yeah. is not obviously ideal. You know, this is not. You know, well, obviously not what anybody wants, you know. And I hadn't heard about the ACC yet. I'm like, okay, so if all these conferences do that, what's going to happen to, like, Notre Dame? Do they just not get to play football this year? The ACC did say they would still honor their Notre Dame game. Their Notre Dame game? Okay. Or games. I don't know how many they play, but. Maybe this will be the year that finally gets them into a conference then. <laughs> like they should have been in the first place. Give them a push, yeah. They'll, they'll play the Ivy League. Oh, wait, never mind. The Ivy League's nope. not playing at all this year. Not, not this <laughs> it's year. crazy. Yeah, just so much uncertainty. Like, my eliminator, I, I talked to the guys about it today, you know, that we would just, you know, play till, you know, each week the lowest team would fall off. And then when we get to the end, you know, if there's four teams left, the highest scoring team will win, basically, you know, kind of. Like we're just gonna have to roll with it, and you know, hopefully it's not. It, it, this is obviously not ideal, and hopefully the NFL doesn't follow suit if they shrink down to like twelve games or something yeah. like that. Holy crap! Like this could be. Well, and they just said today too. I saw that the um, you're gonna have people get eliminated game day. Like they get to the stadium, they'll take their temperature. If they have a hundred degree temperature, they can't be on the sidelines that day. So. I mean, the gambling that happens, our fantasy lineups, is every league going to adopt a substitute player or something? Like, basically all my leagues are our best ball leagues, so at least, you know, we're protected right. from that. But, oh, man, this is going to be a mess of a year for 
sports gamblers and, and fantasy players. I, I don't know right. what's going to happen. And I, I don't know about you, but I don't have any huge, huge money leagues either. No. Like these guys that put up five hundred thousands of dollars, and I mean, God, these guys are going to be out a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, I'll be out some, but whatever. You know, I don't ever. But I try to cap myself at fifty dollars. So hopefully, my wife doesn't. She has no idea how much <laughs> I spend. Five dollars. Five dollars is what I meant to say. Yes. Ten dollars <laughs> a league times forty. Yes, that's it, honey. That's um, <laughs> so I don't know. It, it's got the. It, God, as long as there's some college football, though, I know that sounds terrible, but yeah, I, I hope there's something, you know. But at the same time, if there isn't, if it's what it takes to keep us safe, you know, it's kind of, kind of where I'm at, you know. Um, I kind of wondered if they'd just go to the springtime. I kind of liked that idea when I'd heard about it, but I mean, then you look at also somebody say those draft eligible players would be playing from December 2020 through February 2022. It's like, oh my God, play, yeah. that's yeah, right. 15 months straight of football is, ugh. No. Ray, Ray Garvin pointed that out, and I think it's obvious. If we if it went to spring, uh, most draft-eligible players would not play. Yeah. Like, I, I don't think I can't imagine they there's, would. there's nothing to gain, you know, not yeah. when they can – when they're going to play till March or April then get drafted, you know, two weeks later. Mm-hmm. You know, that's – I mean, to get a paycheck, I understand, but most of them are not going to put their – their body on the line that, and I, I wouldn't blame them, you know? So maybe like a, I heard a split season would be nice. Maybe four in the fall, four in the spring, you know, that would be, that could be interesting. Not quite, as, not quite as bad, but then where do I hope they get rid of all those dumb bowls. I know that sounds stupid, but let's just get rid of them all for one year, you know, and just do like eight bowls or something, you know, and just do like ones. Yeah. The, uh, yeah, it'd be nice. It kind of like a trimmed down schedule actually sounds kind of nice too, but just whatever it takes, you know. It's crazy to even think about all this. I have all these Premier Leagues, but I'm not a football guy. But I think that's something that they do is a split season. I think they take a break for, I want to say it's Champions League or something. There's a big, 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 big tournament. And I'm not a very good sports fan that I don't have any knowledge of this, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All these international football fans that just think we're dumb Americans, I'm playing right into that. But um, I think that's something that they do. I think there's a, quite a break from the first half of their season to the last half. So, I mean, there's got to be a model out there that they could draw on to work something out. But it seems like they're committed to just the conference games at this point. So, right. I don't know. We'll see what happens. And mm-hmm. the what happens if, I mean, is. This, what if this isn't a one-year thing? What happens if this goes into next year? Like, what sports yeah. gonna look like? It's crazy. Oh, we don't have to think about that. Normally, eventually, I, I think. Yeah, I think baseball will be baseball and basketball. What they're doing right now will be a, a good test, like a litmus test, kind of, to see how they how they handle it and how the crowds and and things. I mean, there's really not much of a crowd, but you know, like how it all goes down. It's it's crazy. Those are so, smaller rosters, though. I could see that working yeah. better with those. It's just a mess. Ugh. There's so much physical contact in football, and, yeah, it's just yeah, – it, it can... <laughs> I also saw – speaking of news, I saw the NFL said they couldn't do jersey swaps and stuff after the game. So it's like you can slam into each other for four hours, but you can't stand next to each other <laughs> for 15 minutes afterwards. Come on, Good man. Lord. 
Not like he's going to put it on and wear it home. Come on, man. Yeah, he's all over it beforehand, like Rudy Gobert did last year. <laughs> Come on. Oh my God. Let them do what they're going to do. If you're going to make so them play, at least let them have fun. But it's a so, no so clueless. Okay, oh, no kidding, man. Gosh, I don't know. Uh, this is, we we did pretty good for not having a show sheet or anything. We're just kind of just spitballing here. This is so my I first podcast. I, Am I talking too much? I don't know what I'm supposed to do. No, you're great, man. You're doing great. Why okay? have you not been on a podcast? I tell you, um, that's one of the things that I wanted to do when I started this this new leg of the campus camp, and I wanted to get more people on that had just ran leagues and been in leagues. You know, that don't the same 15 names you hear on every podcast. I listen to a lot of podcasts and I think sometimes I feel like I listen to the same 20 people every day, like in just different combinations, you know, guys that I love and respect, but at the same time, like, okay, I already heard your thought on that player, you know, three podcasts ago. So like, you know, it kind of starts to get a little repetitious at times. So I used to do a lot of podcasts. I haven't done a very good job keeping up with that for the last 16 months or so. There's so many podcasts. There's so many talented people in the fantasy industry right now. It's hard to keep up with everybody. I wish I was better at it. I wish I had more time. But, I mean, I'm not a film guy. I'm not an analytics guy. I'm a gut guy. Like, I I like this guy. Like I said, I roster guys because I like following them on Twitter. I'm the bottom of the barrel when it comes to all of that stuff, scouting-wise. But, but man, there are some talented people. And... For years, I always thought I wanted to do that type of stuff, like write and and podcast as those things came along and things like that. But it's just there's so many more talented people out there that have way more to say <laughs> than I do. I don't I don't need to be in there. You guys are way better at this stuff than I am. Well, that's why I, I kind of I, I tend to be a gut guy too, and 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 I tend to you know I have my opinions and things like that, but I, I'm not very confident in them yet. And something I'm working on, you know, that like. I see a guy and I see something I like and my gut tells me this and I need to just say it, you know, and just be like, yeah. this is my, cause most of us are going to be wrong anyways. Yeah. So, you know, like just be confident in what you say and stuff like that. So it's tricky. And, you know, I had talked about turning this, we used to talk just about Debbie players and I mentioned wanting to make it college to Canton and do this. And then Travis may comes out with a college to Canton podcast. I'm like, damn <laughs> it. I'm nowhere near as good as Travis is like, good Lord. Travis is like my mentor and like like my hero almost. And then like two weeks after I started making this college to campus, he's like, "I'm uh, here's my new podcast. I'm like, you son of a bitch. Like, seriously. So you listen to my, I know. He, he did. I obviously not on purpose, but I'm like, yeah. son of a, come on. The timing. Great minds. But I, 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 did, I did talk about it for two months before I did it. So, I mean, I could have been on it more, but. Regardless, I can't compete with Travis. He does like all the deep analysis and analytics, and yeah, I, that's one thing. I wish I could come up with, come up with analytics. You know, like these guys dream up things to analyze. Yeah. You know, and put it to numbers. And I'm like, I he runs fast. Yeah, you know, that's that's yeah. my that's all I got. You know, yeah, he looks faster than those other guys. So that's what I got. I know Juju's so good crazy. He signs autographs on his jerseys in a Dick Sporting Goods and then lets his fans come find it. So that's my scouting analysis for the week. <laughs> Does he? That's awesome. Yeah. I, I like him a lot. He's, he's a fun follow on Twitter and stuff. So him, Darius Geis. There's there's a bunch of them out there. There's so many good guys in sports, man. Like it sucks that the stuff with Deshaun Jackson's going on and stuff, like Ah, I just wish there was something, some way that the people who do such amazing things got more notoriety. But I know that's not the reason you do it. Like, 
you don't do it to be on the news. And I know there's there's stories about all these athletes that do these things, and they like, I'll do this, but I don't want any news about it. Like, I don't want you to right. publicize this. Like, that's the whole point. And so, I respect them for that, but it just sucks that all the crappy stuff gets the yeah, headline for, for days and days and days and. Ugh. A lot of really good stuff happens out there, man. There's some really great people, and they need to be given the forefront a little bit more. But no, I totally agree, man. That's, that's yeah, like that's a whole separate podcast, man. Yeah, like, that's true. I wish we had more positive news, and I wish we could trust the news when we heard it. You know, yeah. like oh, I, yeah. I miss those. Well, this this has got a right wing agenda. This is this, and I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like news doesn't report what happens. That's what I exactly. thought news did, you know, but everybody has a spin on it. So it's, my cousin keeps up with politics. I've never been able to plug into politics exactly that reason. It's like you watch one side and you know that they're trying to convince you of their reason and you watch the other side. And well, that first side was an idiot because of the, what they said. And I just want to know what's happening. <laughs> I don't want exactly. your opinion on it. Just tell me what's <laughs> happening and let me decide that please. Uh. So yeah, okay. We can't go too much further in this, or we'll get flagged and sports, Trump. Will, sports, sports, sports. Trump will yell at us. Yes. Trump will put some tweet about us being stupid. Uh, or something. Take, All right, take man. Here we are. All right. So this is anybody. You got anything you want to say to everybody? Everybody, if you do not follow at Ron Dynasty, Dave's a great follow, man. He's just got a. Just a good guy. Like you said, he goes with gut feelings. He runs some really good leagues. I'm sure if anybody had a question, you would answer it, you know, Absolutely. about a league setting, all that. You, you've you done some things on MFL. The way your pages are set up is just absolutely beautiful. I, I, I actually highly recommend if you get a chance, go up to that MFL search and just search Arrested Devi Mint and look at the way the page is set up. I don't know how he does it, but it's magic wizardry. It is a beautiful page set up. It is laid out like no MFL page I've ever seen, man. Like, I don't know how you do it. It, it is an awesome, awesome site. It's Thank you, man. way different than any page I've ever seen. So. I'm not super active on Twitter, but absolutely. I, I don't do a lot of engaging, but if they have questions, I definitely do that. I don't do, like, player values. I, I'm no good for that stuff. But if you have any commissioner questions, if you have, like I said, I'm a I'm a – I'm a sucker for a good set of bylaws. I've read everything that's out there. So if you have questions about it, I've got a whole bunch saved in my Google Drive. I've got a whole folder on my browser that's all just football league bylaws from years and years ago. Um, I've got a bunch of my own. So can't find something on my fantasy league, need some help with bylaws, whatever. I'm happy to help with all that stuff for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, hit me up. You can find me at FF People's Champ. Um, just, you know, lately just getting this crazy, my crazy league running and going and then writing a whole bunch of stuff for DLF. I got a couple college preview, team previews coming up. And uh, oh, nice. you, can find, you can find this this podcast at Debbie Manual on Twitter. And never hesitate, shoot us a question. Um, we will answer player value questions as best we can. So. And we will next time we will talk to you guys. We're going to get back on our player previews. We'll talk about some running backs next time. So uh, we will talk to you guys in a couple weeks. Take care. Don't forget about the Mountain West, the Mac that can flex. Somebody's next. Ivy League fresh. Literally dope. Thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of players to test. I'm serious. They will talk about the most obscure players on this planet. Potentially another planet. Like, dude's got a 4340 from Mars. Like, I don't know. I, it's too much. I'm done.
on this time. Like, 